Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have our family friend Jennifer Sidebottom with me from Mount Vernon, Indiana. And her son Tyler is here, who's, by the way, is one of the best tuba players in the tri-state area. So Amen. glad to have mm -hmm. Tyler here. And I'm serious, he's good. An honor to have you here, Jennifer, and Thank thanks you. for sharing. And Jennifer and her husband, Jordan, have three children. Tyler, the aforementioned 16-year-old, and Colton is 19, a little Starkey is seven. He's a sweet little boy. So, And they attend Oasis Church here, obviously, with us, along with her mother and father, Mark and Jackie, who we may talk about a little bit maybe in your testimony as time goes on here. But let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we're so thankful. Thank you for the heart of Jennifer to share her testimony. Sometimes testimonies bring out the past that none of us are proud of, but we know that they help people, that maybe they're at the bottom somewhere and they're thinking there's no way out, but there's always a way out through Jesus. And we're so thankful. Thank you for Jennifer's heart and sharing today, Father. Give her whatever you'd like for her to share, Father, and just to help people out there, to know that there's hope for anybody, that all of yes. us have been in a place we don't want to be in the past. We're so thankful that you saved us, and we come to you today in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on. And, uh, I, you know, the Holy Spirit put on my heart here a number of months ago to have you on, and so I'm excited to have you because he knows way more than I do, obviously, and I know you've got a good story to share that will help some people. So I'm just going to kick it over to you to start out with your testimony. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Well, I'd like to lay a little groundwork first. I also was raised Catholic, and for the most part, I didn't grasp it, anything that was being preached to me. A lot of times I would leave that beautiful church and feel like I needed to change almost everything about myself, you know, and that's as a 12 and 13-year-old just doing my regular life, and I felt like something was wrong, and I didn't understand God, and I was a little scared of Him, to be honest. So we'll fast forward a little bit. I moved over to Louisville, Kentucky, and I started going to Sullivan University. And so this is brand new, and I'm in classes, and you know they have you introduce yourselves and stand up in front of everybody, and nobody really likes to do that, but you're forced to, and there can be blessings in that. So I was in a math class and just started talking and, you know, telling that I had come from Evansville and I was new there. Well, this young girl that was sitting next to me asked me if I had seen this site in Louisville or if I had seen that site. Or, and I, you know, I kind of told her, well, no, I have a child at home and I really don't have the ability to get out much and, you know, get on the town or anything like that. So she offered to watch my kids. And so she come over one Friday night and also a little more groundwork. I was married to someone else at the time. So anyway, she comes over to watch the kids. She come over a little bit early to make sure they liked her and they were going to get along and everything. So we stood in the kitchen talking and, you know, our plans are to go out to the bars drinking, you know, me and my husband. And so she starts talking about church and she is very open about it. She is just obviously in love with church. She is obviously in love with God. And I'm standing there listening to her from that standpoint of like, you, I don't understand. I don't see what you see in it. I don't get what you're getting. And she talked to her pastor in a way about her pastor in a way that she obviously had a great reverence for him and a deep respect for him. And it was, it was like, it stuck on my mind. So anyway, so we left and we went out that night 
and we hit bar after bar after bar, and the whole time topic of conversation was Jesus, because my husband at that time, he was saved. He was backslidden, but he was saved, and he actually knew quite a bit. I was on the other end of it, and I, I just, you know, I just couldn't get it past my mind, like, man, this girl worships her pastor. You know, she just hangs on every word this guy says, and, you know, I was almost frustrated by her, you know, thinking she's missing out. And anyway, so we go home that night and she invites us to come to church with her on that Sunday. And, you know, I just knew that if she felt something there, if she knew there was something there and she's a young girl living in this world like I am, I'm going to give it a go too. So we went, but we went and we sat in the back, you know, and we were just checking this place out. And We felt very invited. We felt very, you know, there was love there. There was peace there and coming in. And it was like from the get-go, I was was kind of hooked, you know. Mm -hmm. And then towards the end, Pastor Michael Jacobs gave an altar call where if you, you know, if you've never invited Jesus into your heart, and I knew I hadn't, that was not something I had ever done. And he said, come on up here. And I'm telling you, I zipped out of my seat right into the, the, aisle way and I held my hand out for my husband and like he wasn't getting up he wasn't coming you know he he was already saved he wasn't going to come with me but I was adamant you're coming with me we're doing this we're doing this together so anyway we get up there and I mean I'm excited you know and he prayed over us we received Jesus I received Jesus right then and there and I felt a lightness I remember feeling just like a weight had lifted like something was better something had shifted and it really it didn't stop there I remember that service vividly he went over to Lucas and he you know they discussed that he was already saved and he asked us both if there was anything we needed prayer for and I remember telling him that I had migraine headaches and I had them almost every day and you know I could just hear the compassion every day you know Jesus has more for you Jesus paid the price for you and And he prayed over me. And I remember at the moment, I actually did have a migraine. And he prayed over me and it stayed with me until I left the service. But once I was gone and I left the migraine, it it stopped. And the the daily, just the, the pounding, it stopped. It stopped right then and there. But he also prayed for Lucas. And that was the first time that I saw a demon rebuked out of somebody. And I mean, you could just... You could see the lightness in him, too. I mean, he started jumping up and down. There was excitement. There was God was working right there that day for us, and he was showing us that he loved us. And, you know, and that's really where I have to say my walk began with God, because I can't really count what happened in that Catholic church as even a start, really. There was no understanding And that could just be my young mind. You know, that could just be my grasp of things, you know. But when I made it to Church on the Rock, that's where it really started. That's where I was really getting blessed and things started. And and in that, in me getting saved there, I did get to see my parents get saved. And now they're, like you said, they're coming to church here with us. And that is really just a solid thing for me. It helps yeah. helps me stay accountable. I'm sure at some level it helps them stay accountable. Yeah. And it's wonderful to have your family serving God with you. Amen. I love it. I'm just so thankful for how God has been so good to me. I've seen a lot of ups and downs in my life. You know, when I talk about that husband, he, I'm not with him anymore. And that 
was something that was very difficult for me because I would not have, <clears throat> I wouldn't have walked away from that marriage. I would have kept it going because I believe that God does want us to stay in those covenants. But there was another moment where I was put in front of another pastor and he let me go. It, God relieved me from that one. He yeah. released me. He told me it was over. Yeah. So he brought me He brought me out of that. He's brought me through a lot of tough times. Yeah. There's been a lot of ins and outs, and I'm very thankful for how God is moving in my life now. Amen. Well, Jennifer, in this next podcast, I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, that moment when you gave your heart to Jesus, because there's something special. You know, how you mentioned, I remember the peace I felt for the first time in my yes. life. Yes. And we're not against any church. You can get born again in any church, but the Bible says you must be born again. It doesn't matter which church we go to, but we have to be born again. Mm -hmm. And every one of us should have that moment. We could say, "Hey, this is when I gave my heart to Jesus." Yes, you know, because it's it's it you'll it'll mark you for the rest of your life. Now that doesn't mean you can't walk away from God. Many people will. Mm -hmm. But that moment is special forever. Yes, right? it is. So if you would go ahead and pray, and then we'll go. We'll continue tomorrow with where you are. Okay, Father. I thank you so much for how good you are to us. I thank you for what you put in us and how you order our steps and protect us and keep us. And Father, I pray that this blesses somebody that, you know, the hardships I've gone through, that they're going to see and hear how you have stayed with me and loved me and for them to know and that you will do the same thing for them that you love all of us the same. And thank you, Father, for allowing me to be a vessel and to share your word. And I always welcome you to put more people in front of me and to give us a boldness to, to preach your word, to say your word, to bring more people into your kingdom because they deserve what I have. They deserve to have the goodness that you've brought into my life. And we love you and we praise you always in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're looking forward to tomorrow. And folks, if you want to contact Jennifer, you can do so through my ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.